You probably know this. We're going to go verse 2, 1 through 4. And I don't know how long I'll be. You might have 45 minutes, bro. Maybe 50. It all depends. <laughs> or I might use all your time and you have five. <laughs> Hallelujah. Acts 2, verses 1 through 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. God, I'm asking God that you just put your hand on this word, Lord. God, let it reach and, and, and touch those that it needs to, God. and Let it impact us, God. Remove anything in our minds that's going to stop us from receiving this, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We can be seated. Hallelujah. Now, I, I titled this, and I was having a hard time coming and saying, all right. And my notes, I don't even know if I can understand my own notes. They're all over the place. I try to sometimes get a chronological or a, a flow to it, and it, it kind of almost feels like it was shot by a shotgun, and they're splattered everywhere. Um, but the title of this is The Voice of the Church. The Voice of the Church. You know, I've always been fascinated for me, with, with human behavior, why people do what they do, why people act the way they act, um, you know, there's times where I, I will just sit and watch people, you know, and, you, and you're just wondering, it's like, you know, why are they po poking their nose? <laughs> you, know, you know, those things that you do when you think no one's looking, sometimes I see it. <laughs> but I just, I enjoy just kind of, you know, just you know, what's going through that person's head at this time, you know? When they're pulling their child by the arm and he's screaming and you're like, yeah, I've been there, you know? Um, I, I've always been fascinated by it. And even more so, I've, you know, what's very interesting is the, the, when it comes to language, learning a language, speaking a language. I read a study that said, you know, um, I, read it, I read it when I was in college about that was a long time ago, 15 years ago. And it was, you know, how people that speak two languages, uh, they, they see a lower incidence of Alzheimer's because you're building two different neural networks. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I need to learn to speak Spanish. <laughs> and, and, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to start practicing speaking Spanish. I'm still not very good at it, but it, it's, it's gotten there. So if you need to learn another language, at least, you know, hey, it might prevent Alzheimer's or dementia, might help you out. But, and then, you know, also with language, when it comes to language, 90, 93% of what gets communicated is the nonverbal stuff. 7% is actually what we say. So most people are not going to, they're only going to hear 7% of what you say. The other 93%, it comes from your demeanor, how you act, how you say it, your tone. All those, all those nonverbal cues are going to basically give what you're trying to say or explain what you're trying to say. Now, and, and I have in here the, defi there's the, the definitions of, of language and, and voice, and the thing is, 
I know I said this, um, and just follow me for a bit, but this is the voice of the church. And language is the, that's going to be that, that, the, the method of communicating. It's going to lead to the voice. The voice is going to be the expression, the sound. Okay? Now, there is, I want to say, a language of church different from the language of the church. See, there's a language of church because after, you know, once, once like, like my one-year-old son, he's, right now he's grunting, you know. He knows, we think it's doggy. That's probably the only thing we think of it, that, that's what he says. But he's learning how to speak, right? So, and the thing is, the more we talk to him, the more we interact with him, you eventually learn the language, okay? And there's a language of church where you can come into the house of God and you can start getting accustomed to being in the house of God. You can start learning the social cues when you're supposed to stand up. You can start learning the social cues in the church when you're supposed to clap your hands, when you're supposed to say amen. And it becomes a ritual. It becomes a tradition. It's, it is, it's just something that you're learning how to operate in church. Hallelujah. You know, and what happens is it's a, almost the same mindset that the world has of the church. The, world, the mindset the world has, has of church is Church is just a place where I go for two hours, I feel good for those two hours, and then I live miserable the rest of the week. That is part of learning the language of church. But see, the language of the church is a little different. The language of the church is saying, you know what, I'm going to a place where I, there's restoration. I'm going to a place where I can get filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to a place where I can be baptized in Jesus' name. Where it's not just the two hours on a Wednesday. It's not just the two hours on the Sunday. But I go, I, I, I get there, and then I take that the rest of the week. And even though my life is not going to be perfect the rest of the week, I can face the problems because I've experienced something. And it's not just the ritual. It's not just to check off the box on that day. Hallelujah. The language of the church is when being baptized means something. Not just an outward confession of your faith. No, it's been a washing away of my sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a clear difference from the language of the church and the language of church. Hallelujah. The language of the church separates from tradition. Hallelujah, it separates uh, from what everybody else says church is supposed to be. We hear this today that church is supposed to be socially relevant. You got to have the lights, you got to have the smoke to attract people. Hallelujah, but that's not the purpose of the church. Hallelujah, the church is meant to, to draw people out of sin. Hallelujah, to draw people and say, hey, you don't have to stay living like that. You can be different. Hallelujah. Uh, I took a 
young man to a youth service one time. And it was sad because we're in the service. Lights are a little bit down. There's a colored lights. The worship's going. And he turns to me and says, this feels just like the clubs, but we're in church. That's what I'm talking about. There's a language of church and different from the language of the church. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So, and I'm going to keep going. Language begets the voice. Language is what is, like I was saying, that's the, 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 the method of communicating. The voice is going to be the expression. So the language of the church begets the voice of the church. And I read Acts 2, 1 through 4. And what we see here is you don't get the move of God and people being filled with the Holy Ghost without verse 1. And this is what I was talking about is I was wondering, God, is this what I'm supposed to preach? And then Bishop just had to be Bishop. That verse, verse 1, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, all in one mind. Hallelujah. The Greek, homo thumadon, one mind. Hallelujah. If the church is going to be the church, we all have to have that one mind. And it's going to be the one mind that our pastor and our bishop sets. Oh, hallelujah. The voice of the church is going to be a result of the language of the church. Hallelujah. Which is going to be a result of what our bishop is, the direction and vision our bishop is setting. Hallelujah. So if you, here's the deal. If you can be in this house, hallelujah, and, 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 just, and you just know the language of church, you're missing out on the whole picture. All you know is the ritual. All you know is tradition. Hallelujah. But we've heard the prophecies. He has called us to take territories. He has called us to take nations. Hallelujah. And the voice that's going to go out is one of redemption, one of restoration, one that's going to be pulling people out of sin. Hallelujah. But it all starts with being in one accord. Hallelujah. We have multiple different personalities in here where we're not all the same. I get it. Hallelujah. And I'm pretty sure in the, in the upper room, not everybody was the same. They all didn't have the same personality. Some were skinny, some were chubby, some were tall, some were short. Hallelujah. But the thing is, the end result was they were in with, had one accord in one mind. And that is when they saw a move of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's kind of like, see, I'm not the musician in the family. I don't know. I, I'm, I got no musical abilities. My wife is. 
Wait, why? We can all look at her. I did that on purpose. She gets embarrassed. <laughs> oh, Bishop, she gets embarrassed every time. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, she's the musically inclined one. Now, um, and, I, and I know that you know, there, there's, in the like, example of the choir, there's parts, right? There's parts, different, you know, was it alto, tenor, soprano, all, you know, I know enough of that. And I know when something, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not musically inclined, but I know when something sounds off. I'm like, hey, that sounds weird. Okay. So I guess come to choir practice, choir members. Um, but I, I know enough to say, hey, that, 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 that sounds a little off. But that's just the, the thing is when the, the choir, when all those parts come together. They're giving off a beautiful sound. Same with this. Hallelujah. Different personalities, different talents, different abilities. But they were all in one mind, in one accord. And because of that, you had a beautiful sound that came out from that upper room. Hallelujah. You keep reading. When you get to verse 8, when people are saying, hey, why are we hearing these wonderful things in our own tongue? We've had to heard the prophecies. We're here to reach nations. We're going to take territories. But it all starts with one mind, one accord. That is the voice of the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the voice says that we want to see a move of God. Hallelujah. It all comes down to one mind. We want to see the healings, one mind. We want to see the miracles, it comes to one mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if, and if you, and if all you know is the language of the church, sorry, the language of church, and you're missing out on the voice of the church, if all you know is the ritual, and sure, you might be able to quote verse after verse. You might know the plan of salvation. You know, you might, you might know all sorts of stuff. But Matthew 7, 21 to 23. And not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not cast devils out devils in thy name and done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work of iniquity. Hallelujah. That's the danger of just knowing the language of church. That's the danger of not, getting, not knowing the voice of the church. Hallelujah. We can, we can say we know this book back and front. We can, we can know how, when to lift our hands. We can know when to shout. We can know when to jump. Hallelujah. But if we are not in one mind, if we are not in one accord, if we don't have that and tapped into that one voice, if we're saying, Bishop, yeah, we, are, we agree on doctrine, but I'm not going to submit. That's Matthew 20. I just tell you that, uh, that Matthew 23, uh, 7, 23. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that of work of iniquity. If that's, you know, we got to get a hold and know the voice of the church. 
That's why I said 93. And the thing is, we can, we can say, oh, we can say the right things. We can even tell Bishop, well, Bishop, I'm behind you. But remember what I said, 93% of what we say, 93% of what was communicated is nonverbal. What, what, what are the actions showing? What are, Bishop, if I'm out of line, you, you correct me. Hallelujah. But if, you know, we can tell Bishop, yes, I agree with you here, but my actions are doing something else. 93% of the message I'm communicating is I'm not submitted to you. And there's no such thing as, as partial submission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to see those prophecies fulfilled. And we will see them fulfilled. We will see them fulfilled. But it's knowing the voice of the church. It's knowing and saying, it's to me, coming on Sunday is not just going to be ritual. I'm not just going to lift my hands because I'm supposed to. I'm not just going to stand because I know if I don't stand, people are going to look at me and say, hey, what's wrong? <laughs> Sometimes we think, I've been there. Where I'm like, I'm going to stand up because if I don't stand up, people are going to say, hey, what's wrong with him? I'm just, I'm, I'm calling it like I see it. You know, if, not if, I hate using the if, we are going to see those prophecies come. And the reason why is because we're not like any other church. We're not like any other church that says, hey, I just want you to come here for a social program. I just, I want you to come here and, because look, we're, we're cool. We're socially relevant. No. I want, the thing is, this is a place where you're going to, you can see yourself, people restored. You can see miracles happen. Hallelujah. Because it is different. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. How much time do I left? You're lucky. I'm almost done. Thank you, Jesus. We can be seated. It's so easy. You know, and we have to recognize, we have to look at ourselves sometimes and identify. Am I just, is this just habit? Or am I really getting a hold of this? And I, I give this, this is an, ex, an example. We have to know the difference of the language. Um, as many of you know, I'm a, I'm a police officer, right? And Brother Miranda probably knows this as well. You deal with many different people. And there was, I was on a call, this female acting crazy. And see, there's meth head crazy, or there's meth head talk, and 
Then there's okay. This is a, this is this ain't this ain't the meth head talking. And I was on a call. Start talking to the the girl. Talking to her sister, talking to the girl, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're uh, she's gonna she has warrants. She's she's going to jail. Okay. And when I'm talking to her, I realize I'm like, she starts speaking. And I'm like, hmm, that ain't the drugs talking. I know that spirit. <laughs> and so I was like, and it, it, kind, of, it kind of made me laugh because I'm like, this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> so, and I hook her up, put her in the back of my car. And if you ever hear the body cam, my, if you ever would see my, the body cam, the music that's on in the background of my body cam in, in the patrol car. So I have like, I had... I had breakthrough going on. And so I kind of go in there, I crank it up a little bit, put her in the back back seat. And that's when that's when I knew, because I was like, she was acting, she started, it started really coming out. And I'm like, this is fun. Uh, and the the sister goes, I'm getting her situated because I'm taking her in. And the sister goes, Is she speaking Arabic? I'm like, no, ma'am. That's not Arabic. I know what that is. But it comes down to recognizing the language. Hallelujah. We got to recognize the language. What's the language that we're speaking? Are we tapping in? Or is it just the checkbox for, the, for my, my, my four hours of church service attendance a week? Hallelujah. And we got to recognize the language. And that's my, that's my, my challenge to you is we got to, every time we enter these doors, make sure we're saying, well, what? Uh, I'm tapping into the voice of the church because I'm going to see all those things that God has promised this church. I'm going to see them fulfilled. I'm going to be a part of it. Hallelujah. 